everyone and welcome back. It's me, Nisha, and this is another episode of Adam's Off Thought. Today's thoughts are always very thought-provoking, it's very intriguing, it's very exciting to say the least. This week's episode is on navigating uncertainty, embracing change and growth. So in order to embrace uncertainty, you have to embrace change. I think that change is an inevitable part of life, but for some reason, it also triggers fear and resistance. And I have a little theory on this, and my little theory is that it's through evolution that we developed this because when you think about our neurons firing and sending messages all over the brain and when you think about our consciousness and our soul or whoever whatever it is what it means for us humans to be alive or to feel alive and to think and to have free will and to have all of that for some reason uncertainty kind of fits in there and i'm wondering where does it come from At what point did we develop this need for uncertainty? And I think uncertainty kind of helps us prolong our life. It's kind of self-preserving when it comes to uncertainty, kind of maybe human preserving sort of thing. Because when I think back on maybe Homo Deus, Homo Erectus, Homo Sapiens, we are Homo Sapiens, Sapiens. But when you think back to the early humans, Homos, Homo Deus, Homo Erectus, Homo, all of them. When you think back to the Neanderthals and all of them, whenever they were living, if you look at how they lived, it looks like they didn't exercise any precaution. They did not make sure things were okay before they did anything. They just went ahead and did it. So I feel like that might have developed or evolved in us over time to help us prolong our life, helped us to live longer. Because when you think about the fact that we now live we're now the longest standing homo sapiens sapiens because all the others they all you know were eradicated or not eradicated they all became extinct because i think one of the you know obviously there's many reasons why they became uh extinct but when you look at us because we have uncertainty and because of that uncertainty we don't explore as much we don't do a lot of dangerous things there we go for you know we don't do a lot of dangerous stuff we do dangerous stuff yeah obviously but not as dangerous as before even when you think about world wars or fighting wars and stuff like that we don't do those things as much because if you compare how much people are dying now versus back in the day from all sorts of things we have become smarter, not as much people are dying. A lot of people could, you know, debate that and say, well, it's debatable because if you look, you're hearing all of this on news and all this. I don't know. It's also one of those debatable topics. But what I'll do in this episode, I'll be exploring strategies for embracing uncertainty, adapting to change and finding opportunities for personal growth. What led me to this or what inspired me to do this episode is because I became mindful of the fact that whenever I'm making day-to-day decisions, I became aware that I'm being uncertain. I was undecisive. I was indecisive and I had a lot of fear and a lot of resistance to change. And I feel a lot of that was coming out in emotions. I was being very emotional about every single thing and I was I would feel stressed out I would feel anxious and I didn't know what to do. But as soon as I became aware of how I'm feeling, I wanted to know more because I'm like, how do I deal with all these feelings of uncertainty, of this fear, of this resistance, this whatever is going on? How do I deal with it? So I went on a little research because, you know, everything I want to research, I want to know more because, you know, I have a curious mind. So I went and I did my research on what is going on with me. How do I work with it? Because obviously it's not something I can 100% get rid of. Obviously it's there for a reason. It's there to prolong my 
life as an individual or human population whatever reason is there for is there for a reason so obviously i can completely get rid of it so i have to learn how do i leverage this to my benefit how do i use it or do something with it so it doesn't impede me doesn't stop me because for a long time it stopped me from making decisions and doing anything that I really want to do, but because of fear, I didn't want to do anything because a lot of fear, fear of failure, fear of, you know, not succeeding, again, fear of being judged, fear of all these sort of things that's coming up in my mind, and it's all in my mind, obviously, but I wanted to learn how to deal with that, how to combat it, so I read a few journals, I read from Harvard Business Review, read a few psychologist paper journals, whatever you want to call them, I did a few research from obviously credible source, what I did realize, though, is that a lot of the terminologies or what of the gist of what they were saying was overlapping. It's the same thing, essentially. They were using different and fancy words and all that. But the gist of what they were saying was the same thing. So what I basically did is I compiled all this information. I'm about to share it with you because for me, it worked wonders. For me, it brought awareness to how I was feeling and how to deal with it. And I was very thankful for that information. I was able to read all that information and know more about it. So I got that information, compiled it down to a few little points, so I'll go through them. So I'll be drawing from psychology, philosophy, and I'll be sharing along the way a few anecdotes as well. I'll provide insights and tools to navigate life's unpredictable twists and turn. So Heraclitus, he once said that change is the only constant in life. But before I get into it, I do want to say, if you're listening to me on any other podcasting platforms, please go ahead and show your support, like, follow, subscribe, leave a thought, leave a rating. If you're also watching me on YouTube, please go ahead, like, share, subscribe, and leave your thoughts below. I'm also available on all the social media platforms under Adams of Thought. And as always, my thoughts keep me amused and things very interesting. So let's get into it. The Paradox of Uncertainty, where we can be certain that there will be uncertainty. I didn't coin the term, I came across this obviously, but I like it. Uncertainty definitely is a paradox. I think there's absolutely two sides to uncertainty because on one side or one hand, we avoid uncertainty at all costs because we have that fear and anxiety surrounding the thought of maybe potentially having our lives just completely changed, transformed, reshaped, whatever you want to call it. Regardless if it's for better or worse, we always experience some kind of life-altering change, and that can be terrifying. But yet, on the other hand, there's the same uncertainty f that is necessary because a lot of time we have, we're living this mundane life that's very repetitive. We have repetitive habits, routines, and it often leaves us feeling numb and aimless in life. So we need that uncertainty. We need that the paradox of uncertainty to help us get through life. The only constant in life is change, right? And whether we make the choice to step into uncertainty or life simply throws us into uncertainty, there is always an heightened awareness that can come from being in the unknown and feeling can be very powerful and transformative, right? So, as I stated earlier, change is inevitable, but without it, life will become stagnant. While change and instability have always been a fact of life, I don't think it's always felt so omnipresent. I think with the modern world and everything that's going on in society today, with 
the news i feel like we're constantly being bombarded with news headlines making us feeling uncertain about everything about the future when you think about the politics that's going on around the world when you think about uh the economy what's going on with the economy when you think about jobs people are losing their jobs company closing down what do you think about even climate change like there's so much things happening in today's society that is absolutely 100% cause for uncertainty. Like, obviously, you have no idea what the future holds. You're seeing so many things that just makes no sense. But when you also think about technology, science, and business and all of that, those have also grown exponentially, which have resulted in accelerated change and leaving us with more ambiguity than ever before. So while this can make us aware of what's going on in the world, it can also make us feel uncomfortable and lead, obviously, to anxiety. Because there's just so much going on with technology, you're talking about the AI now, so much things, the list goes on and on when you think about all those things that are happening in today's society that is legitimately cause for concern uncertainty and also would bring fear would bring fear i mean to be honest i'm thinking about it like if you're somebody that's older and you're on your way out you're like listen i'm just here for the show at this point i'm just seeing what's gonna happen because i'm about to check out soon but if you're somebody that's young and you have what i don't know 50 60 more years to live i mean you can't you can't help but have fear you can't help but have that fear in wanting to know exactly what's gonna happen So one thing is certain is that we cannot avoid ever increasing complexities of the modern day society. So in our daily life, we often feel stuck. We feel ill-equipped. Sometimes we may even feel overwhelmed because we face growing challenge. We face growing challenges day to day, right? So understandably, it's easy to feel this way with the complexities of our world has surpassed our complexity of our mind. So there's this simple terms when you talk about computer power and how computer powers increase and it has become a trillion fold since the mid 1950 our brain has remained unchanged if you realistically think about it our brain is on is unchanged but when you think about technology and you think about computer and everything that computer is capable of doing even now and it just keeps growing and growing Supercomputer. There we go. When you think about supercomputer, I just remember supercomputers that they're building now that is capable of all these things. And again, you talk about AI and what AI is capable of. AI is capable of. I'm hearing about AI, you know, running podcasts. I'm hearing about AI writing papers. I'm hearing about AI doing so many things. AI doing pictures. AI. So let me get into number one point that I want to talk about is embrace the discomfort of not knowing. Because we feel like we need to know everything. And I'm somebody that I'm guilty of this where throughout my life, I feel like I'm conditioned to come up with the answer. I feel like I have to know definitive, correct answer, like one answer. But it makes no sense because our brains are hardwired to see uncertainty as a risk or threat. And psychologically, normally it feels stressed when faced with unfamiliar situations. So I'm thinking I want to avoid any unpleasant feeling of strength, of stress or uncertainty. But isn't fear natural? Isn't fear human? It's a human tendency. Like it's normal to feel fear. But there's the other side of it where you can think about it's like, well, it 
probably can become an issue because if you're feeling fear and the fear is stopping you from actually learning and embracing the discomfort of growing because the thing is when you feel fear and if you don't overcome it discomfort that you get from growing and achieving something you're not going to get it because fear is hindering you so as much as fear is normal we need to normalize that embracing the discomfort of not knowing we need to normalize having fear right we need to check our fears we must regularly assess whether we are allowing our fears to stand in the way of taking action you know taking action necessary to move forward so i think one way of doing this is to ask yourself what would you do if you had no chance of failing i think the first few answers that popped into your head will point to you the direction you would need to go i think by becoming aware of your fear you can address it and limit its impact on reaching your goals Because fear stops you from reaching your goals. So if you're asking yourself, what would I do, right? As I say, what would I do if I didn't have this fear? Would I just go about? And obviously the answer as always would be, I would just continue doing what I'm doing. But again, I think fear is necessary because without fear, without that uncertainty, without that, without all of that, we would not have survived for as long as we did. But we cannot let fear dictate our lives, right? We cannot let fear stop us from achieving anything. So next point, accept that you cannot control everything. Epictetus have this quote that says, happiness and freedom begins with a clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within your control and some things are not. And we have to, we have to accept that. We have to, I think the sooner you accept that not everything is in your control, it's an easier life because for the longest time for me personally, I wanted to control everything, every aspect. And that could stem from maybe possibly childhood trauma. I have no idea. I haven't really dived deep into that yet, but I feel like I need control over every single thing. And that was making me miserable. I was absolutely being miserable because obviously there's things that were outside of my control, but I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. I'm just like, why is this not going exactly according to plan? But then as soon as I was able to accept the fact that I cannot control everything and the things that are in my control, control them and leave the other things that are outside of my control, my life became easier, literally became easier. It's understandable because we are wired to try to control everything, right? In our environment, we're, we try to seek stability, but this is impossible. This is absolutely impossible. Especially when you think about our day-to-day and always ever-changing, unpredictable, fast-paced world society, whatever that we live in, we can give up the securities of the known and we create new opportunities. We can grow our capabilities, build confidence, and expand our influence. But we can never hope to achieve success unless we are willing to embrace the unknown and get comfortable with the inherent discomfort of taking risks. We have to take risks. But again, in order to take risks, we have to 
understand and realize that not everything is within our control. We cannot control everything. We have to just control what we can and leave the rest whatever we can't. Leave that. Because that also falls under the uncertainty. That falls under the fear. Because we can't control everything. And because we can't control everything, we're like, all these scenarios are playing out. Because we're such perfectionists, we want to make sure everything is being controlled. Because I think perfectionists are the only ones that wants to control everything. If you're not a perfectionist, then you don't want to control everything, right? Because I know for me, I want everything to be perfect all the time because, again, falls under control. It leads me into my next point. You want to let go of perfectionism, right? Because, again, life is already complex as it is. We don't need to be worrying about the continuously shifting context of life always aiming for perfection it's futile it's absolutely futile it makes no sense i think what would be best is to aim for progress instead right and expect mistakes i think we need to normalize mistakes for foremost first and foremost i think we need to normalize mistakes i feel like if we make mistakes we feel embarrassed about our mistakes and yes some mistakes you want to feel embarrassed about but if it's a mistake that you made because you're trying to move forward with your life you should not feel embarrassed. If you marry somebody and it didn't work out because you're hoping to achieve something better and it didn't work out, then you shouldn't be ashamed. You shouldn't feel embarrassed. Expect mistake. Let go of everything being perfect. If you got you, you know, your dream job and you work and it didn't work out, it was a mistake or whatever you did in your life. It doesn't matter. Whatever you did in your life and it was a mistake. I mean, we shouldn't feel embarrassed about our mistakes. I think whenever we make mistakes... We shouldn't feel embarrassed about it. We acknowledge it and we move on because it's a part of living. It's a part of being human. We make mistakes. Things, ap- things happen. We can't take it back. You just got to learn from them. I think if you make a mistake and you learn from it, you're good. But when you make mistakes and you don't learn from it, I think that's where we have a problem. That's where you, you, know, you need to say, well, yeah, I think it's a problem at this point. But expect to make mistakes. But you have to also recognize that you have the ability to continuously course correct as needed. So if you make a mistake, you don't have to worry about, oh, this is a mistake and that's it. You can't do anything to correct. You can adjust accordingly. You make a decision to do something and you realize it's not working out. Adjust accordingly. You know, just identify and acknowledge your specific core fears that are triggered. And what this means is that You have things that you say to yourself sometimes, and this is what's triggered, that specific fears that gets triggered, like, I'll fail, I'll look bad, I'll make the wrong decision. All of those are underlining fears that often implicit and unexamined assumption that if any of these fears comes to fruition, you wouldn't be able to recover from it. But you need to get that out of your head. I have this fear of not being good enough, not being smart enough, not being able to cut it. I'm going to fail. It's not going to work out. And it is something that happens to me every time I make a decision that it's outside of my comfort zone. I always have this, I don't know, for maybe a devil, I always have this negative thought, this whatever it is, whatever you want to label it. I have this always in my mind whenever I make again a decision that's outside of my comfort zone is you're gonna fail I'm gonna look bad 
this is the wrong decision that I'm making. What's going to happen? And the same thing also happened to me when I think about math. I've always told myself whenever I was growing up that I was never good at math. I told myself that because every time I did math, I didn't understand anything that was going on. And a lot of people around me just keep saying math is not my subject. English is my subject, but I'm no good at math. So I kind of adopted that as well. And I kept telling myself, I'm no good at math. I can't do it. So whenever I went into any classes, ever since I was a child growing up, I just kept telling myself, I'm not good at math, I'm, I'm good at English. Guess what happened? I excelled at English and I was never good at math. But then through doing research and realizing all these things that we tell ourselves and how many control and how powerful our words are, I realized that I need to change my thinking. Maybe I didn't like math or I wasn't good at math because obviously I didn't understand, but I'm also counting myself out. I'm also already telling myself, I'm already setting myself up for failure because I told myself I'm not good at it. I am better at something else. So already I'm telling myself that I'm not good. So whenever I go in, because I already said to myself, I'm not good again, maybe because of the fear of failure, I didn't learn anything. And I often struggled with math, but guess what? As soon as I changed my thinking, I revisited the topic of math. I revisit the subject of math. I revisited the course. I revisit whatever it is you want to call. And I went and I taught myself calculus. I taught myself function, advanced function. I taught myself, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, function calculus. And there was chemistry because chemistry involves a lot of math as well. And physics also involve a lot of math well calculating it involves a lot of calculating and telling myself again I'm not deluding myself because you have delusion when you delude yourself into things but I was being realistic and because I was being realistic and saying you know what I don't understand and when I don't understand I said well you know what I need to do I need to revisit this And I need to go back because if I'm not understanding this concept, that means there's something I'm missing and I need to take my time and go over again. And through that, you best believe that I'm not going to say I'm great at all these subjects, but for some, someone who was self-thought, I am actually surprised that I was able to grasp a lot of the concepts and it inspired me to actually wanting to go back to school and to do those subjects. And I'm like, I'm thinking I may go back to school and actually do it. But because of just, and this was during COVID time because I was just there, was had nothing to do. I'm like, you know what, might as well I go teach myself something new. And those are subjects or that I never did before, but I was just very curious about how they're done because a lot of times I hear people talking about how difficult they are. And I'm like, you know what, change your mindset and approach it. And I literally changed my mindset and I approached it. And I was surprised by how, I don't want to say easy. A lot of the formulas are easy. A lot of the problems are easy. A lot of, it wasn't easy, but when I broke it down into different sections and when I went back and I took my time, I could not believe how much I understood. I literally impressed myself. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe this. But let me digress. Let me get back into my points here. Another point that I want to say is you need to have a healthy perspective on failure, right? So obviously failure is part of becoming and remaining successful. So whatever you want to do in life, regardless, whatever decision you're making, 
making the wrong decision or making a decision that resulted in a mistake or whatever. It's a part of life. Failure, regardless of how you want to put it in whatever perspective, whatever you a situation you want to apply to, failure happens. It's a part of life. We often interpret our failures as permanent. We often say it is inadequate. And we often, we often have excuses to stick with what we know rather than just building on new skills or taking risks. So stop being embarrassed about failures. Stop being embarrassed about mistakes. So another point that I want to talk about is identify the negative. So while it's also important to focus on positive, it's definitely also equally is important to identify negative. So we can weed it out in our life, right? So if you think about you becoming aware that change is going to happen or it is necessary, the sooner you can accept it and take action. So think about your life and progress and how things are moving forward. Do you feel stuck in some areas versus others? Are there any new factors that may be altering to the course? Right. Are there things happening that may change whatever decision may change the outcome of your decision? You need to recognize the negative. You can take action and make the changes necessary to minimize or eliminate it altogether. We have to realize how much power we have over ourselves and our mind and our thinking and once we realize that and we take control again over the things that you can control because obviously we can't control every single thing once you take that power and you realize that and you identify that you can again course correct you can course correct you don't have to stick to it you can change my next point is you want to take a step back because oftentimes when we're in a circumstance or in a situation and there's uncertainty we're so immersed in that we're so deep into it that we can't see the whole picture we can't see the bigger picture we're just so focused we're so zoomed in on one particular thing or zoomed in on this issue that we're not taking a step back we're not trying to see the bigger picture so you want to make sure that you're getting a broader perspective and a systematic view of the issue. And you can shine a light on maybe unexamined assumptions that would otherwise not be visible taking a step back. If you don't take a step back, that's not going to happen. And that can be applied to anything that's, that's applicable to any situation, right? Whenever you're going through life, and you have a decision to make and you face uncertainty and you have no idea what to do and again that fear is creeping up you know that anxiousness is creeping up all those things are creeping in take a step back take a step back and try to see it from a different point of view from a different perspective again it allows you to have an unexamined assumption that you probably wouldn't otherwise see another point don't go it alone. If it's a decision that um, involves your partner, you can get your partner in on it to help you with making a decision. They may give you a perspective that you didn't see, you didn't even think about. You can possibly get your kids, you can get your friends, you can get whoever it is. You have a trusted person that you can get to help you make a decision. 
honestly there's lots of times where i sit down and i have decisions that i need to make and i struggle with them to be honest because i'm thinking i need to make it alone this decision is mine to make rightfully yes it's true your decision is your decision is rightfully yours to make but if you can get help from somebody else get a different perspective from somebody else by all means do it because again a lot of time you can feel overwhelmed with the decision you can feel stressed out you can feel anxious again the fears bringing up you become stressed you become depressed you become all those negative feelings that are coming up and it may result in you making a bad decision because you're not getting help and you're not trying to get help from anybody around you that could possibly help i'm not saying to trust everybody because you can't really trust everybody not everybody has your best interest at heart so you don't have to trust everybody but there should be at least one person that you trust enough that you can confide in and that you can go to that will help you make decisions that you can trust that have your best interest at heart that can help you with making decisions which alleviates some pressure some on some of the uncertainty that you're feeling it will help to know that you have somebody that you can rely on that to help you make decisions right it's good Brings me to my next point. Take risks. So you want to embrace uncertainty by taking risks. So this doesn't mean that you need to jump out of a plane with a parachute strapped to your back, right? The risk you need to take will depend on your unique goals and fear. You can uncover some of these by just asking yourself a few questions like, what conversations and situations have you been avoiding? Where can you take the leadership and open up more opportunities for yourself? What can you do if you had no fear? I like that question. What would you do if you had no fear? I really like that question. I ask myself that all the time and that endless possibilities, right? Because if you had zero fear, what can you do or what would you do endless possibilities you can think about that and you can do it so taking the right risks and stretching yourself will expand your horizon and help you to accomplish far more than you could with anything right far more than you could so those are my thoughts on navigating uncertainty and embracing growth but before i do uh leave for this week I do want to say there's a quote that I really do like. Say, for an adventurous life, seek not security. Dance with uncertainty to create magnificence and beauty. I cannot pronounce the name of the person who said this, so I'm not even going to try to butcher their name, but I really like that quote. But thanks for joining me on this week's episode. I look forward to you joining me on my next episode, whatever it will be. Bye.